are back on another episode of Hear This. Again, I'm Adam Pretorius, a realtor here in Iowa City. I'm Emily Farbro, also a realtor here in Iowa City. And we do stories on all things real estate, architecture, design, and just fun things going on in the Iowa City area. And today we're going to do an episode on personal branding, uh, specifically for realtors and real estate agents. And this is such a big thing in our market because you and I are like giant poster boards. In fact, when I like go in the grocery store, I often, when I'm not at work and I don't want to be seen, I'll put a ball cap on to like, it's like my Clark Kent, like the glasses on You're incognito mode. Yeah, right. And it's funny because if I don't have it and I'll go in there and someone just comes up to me and they're like, hey, Adam. And I'm like, I don't remember your name. Hey, you. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes. The, the grocery store is like. It is a mind zone. That yeah. is that is a dangerous spot, at least for me. Absolutely. It is like, I swear, the grocery store is the social hub of adults for Iowa City, which is pathetic. But that's a story for a different day. Well, One time, have I told you this story? No. It was about 9.30 at night. I went to the grocery store. I had to pick up some cough medicine for one of the kids. I was already in my pajamas at that point. Yeah. And one of my pet peeves is when I see people at the grocery store in pajama bottoms. It just seems so just like you've just given up on life. Like, for the love of God, people, put on some pants. I was already in pajamas. And so I had this mental debate in my mind. Do I need to put on real pants or can, change, I right? can I just wear these? And they were just black. And uh -huh. so I was like, they're fine. They just look like joggers. But it gets worse. So I decided I was going to the grocery store in my pajama bottoms. I pulled on a sweatshirt over the top. I was braless, didn't have any makeup on, hair was a mess, put a baseball cap on, and I thought, I'm just going to slide in and slide out of high the baseball cap didn't work. Uh, uh, no, it did not provide <laughs> me incognito mode. I was looking like a hot mess, and I know exactly where that cough might have sit in. It was like an in and out right. of 45 seconds. Right. No. Every single person on the face of the planet that I knew was in high V. Of course. Of course. And I'm like, not even freaking wearing underwear. <laughs> so I had to like scurry up and down every aisle like a little mouse trying to hide from the cat, trying to get out of that store. You're peeking around the corner, I can before see. Before anybody saw me. <laughs> it was horrible. And I, I had a little come to Jesus moment with myself when I finally made it back out to the car and I swore I was never going into Hy-Vee again without underwear on. <laughs> well, I'm surprised you didn't get away with the hat on. I mean, that yeah. usually like is the cover up. I mean, that works for me because I'll run into someone with a hat on and I'll say hi and forget that I have the hat on and, and they have no idea who I am as if mm -hmm. like I'm always dressed in a suit and a jacket and I'm not normal and wear jeans and sneakers from time to time, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, but... That must have been embarrassing. It but was. That, but that's a big part of that. That's why we're talking about personal branding, because who we are and how we look, that's our visual identity. And that is who people come to see all the time on social media, on on your billboards, on your marketing material, on everything that, that presents who you are. It's as much as your name. Like when I see you, that's Emily. Mm -hmm. The shot and face of Emily is everything Emily. And so when someone sees you in the store, they're going to recognize you instantly. And they do. I do get recognized around town. Um, and I'm sure you do, too, because our faces are out there everywhere. I get recognized by people that I've never met, people who have just seen my videos. Yeah. I walked into mailboxes, et cetera, 
the other day to mail something. And the gal behind the desk kept looking at me funny. And finally, I I looked her in the eye and I was like, do I know you? And she goes, oh, I've just seen your videos. <laughs> another time. Not creepy. <laughs> I, another time, um, I, I'm at... I'm at a Mexican restaurant and I'm literally like shoving a taco in my face and the people sitting next to us are like, are you Emily? And I'm like, yes, yes. This you is- should be flattered. You're a giant celebrity. <laughs> you know, it was interesting. I went to this convention in New York City this uh, this fall and there was a bunch of speakers there. And one of the speakers was uh, an etiquette teacher. Interesting. And I, I thought, oh, this is going to be. No, I'm not interested in this. This I'll sit through it. It seemed too foo foo. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. So, so this woman, she's British, of course, because you know they they have all the the proper etiquette. Mm -hmm. And and this speaker ended up being the best speaker in the entire event. And I just was just couldn't believe it. Like I was so enthralled with everything she had to say. And she she wrote this book, this modern etiquette, and it's it's Mike Myers. I, I highly recommend you read it. She's a great speaker, did such a great job. And it, and it got me thinking just a little bit more about how important etiquette is. And she argues that etiquette is more important today than ever before. And I, whenever I think of etiquette, I think of how much it's like degraded and mm-hmm. just eroded over the years, right? I agree. I think that our current culture does not do a good job of teaching us how to behave and how to elevate ourselves. Things have become too casual. So you get to being an adult, you you get in these adult or professional situations and you realize that you are actually woefully unprepared for how to dress, how to behave, how to interact. And when you when you realize what you don't know, it makes you very insecure. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that insecurity of you being caught in the grocery store, uh, thinking you could just sneak in and sneak out. I mean, that that's a good lesson of like your visual identity and your appearance is your identity. And mm-hmm. that's so important. And it was interesting to listen to her. So one of the traits that she says is when you enter a room of people, always think of eyes and mouth, and you always want both of them open, smiling, teeth, and and it greets people, and it, and and you you're putting contact directly to people. And I I had never thought about it before. I just enter a room, however mm-hmm. I enter a room, uh, you know, like Clint Eastwood, like I got an <laughs> attitude or something, you know. But I think the more that you fine tune and and focus on those things, I think it can make you more approachable and likable. Mm-hmm. And her argument was is that likability is the key to most friendships, relationships, and business relationships. And I think that's something that we often overlook now that is kind of a lost art, but it is more important than ever because we're like, we're all buried in our phones or, you know, just yeah. doing something now. Yeah. It's very easy to, to project yourself as being disattached and uninterested in those around you. Um, we spend so much time staring at our phone that when we encounter a situation where we need to like look at somebody and converse with somebody, how long can you hold somebody's eyes before you start to feel uncomfortable? You don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, that's an introvert extrovert thing. But, <laughs> anyways, I, I think it's really important that uh, um, that we work on improving our etiquette and becoming mm-hmm. more polished and fine tuning the things that make you 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 Emily and mm-hmm. me Adam. You know, uh, like I often do wear a jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think of you, it's the swoosh up top. You're always polished mm-hmm. and becoming more polished is so important to etiquette. 
Uh, and, and, you know, one tip she gave is if, if you need something to be more polished, try putting on something shiny. So for you, yeah. you always are wearing necklaces. Yes. I, I noticed that's like the Emily trait. I do like necklaces. And um, we had this conversation a few months ago and it really got me thinking. So I have stepped up my game a little bit further and now I do nails. <laughs> I never, I never used to do my nails, yeah. Um, but I have started doing it, and I, it's just a little something. Yeah. You, it requires some upkeep, but it does. Like once you do it, then it's there for a week or two, and it 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 makes you feel just a little bit more polished. I think with clothing, especially, I find my rule of thumb is that I try to dress myself in a way where I feel like my attire is going to be one step above the clients that I'm with. I, I don't, like that. I don't want to outdress them to the point where I make them feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I do want to dress in a way that presents myself as a knowledgeable professional that they can look up to and and, and trust the advice that I'm giving them. I, I think that's a very good idea. I mean, we don't dress up every day because it's fun and we want to. I'd rather wear jeans to an office, right? Like mm-hmm. we dress up for our clients out of respect to our clients. Mm-hmm. And you have seven seconds, less than seven seconds to make an impression on someone. And so how, you know, our eyes and our mouth and how we look, appearance mm-hmm. and dress is is so important. So I like that. That's a good rule. One you, step one up above someone yeah. else because that's probably why I don't like tuxedos. Like I feel right. like tuxedos are a step too far. Like I feel – I just feel uncomfortable in a tuxedo. Do I have heard some people say that they feel that dressing well is good manners. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think I – it also – it feels like – and I don't know about you, but when I have a jacket on, it's like a power suit, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel I feel like, all right, I'm in a professional setting. I'm focused. I'm tuned. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm tuned into what's going on, and and you know, it 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 sets a mindset. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, when I'm out showing houses, I will pass another agent coming or going, and I won't even recognize them as an agent because they're they're dressed in workout attire or you know baseball cap or whatever, and it just it it makes me wonder. You know, like what is the standard that we're putting forward in our industry if we think that we can go out and do one of the major components of our job, which is taking people through houses and helping them evaluate them, but we are not dressed like professionals. Yeah, and I agree with you. I also think there is a place. I mean, I think the modern etiquette is to be dressed up. And I completely agree with that. I mean, I think that's what she argues in her book. But I think I think similarly, I think the authentic, we're all just looking for shared values, right? Like the clients that work with you and the clients that work with me, we have different shared values. And, you know, for some people, maybe it is changing the color of their hair every day or wearing yoga pants to work. I mean, that's an expression of themselves. I mean, it's not something I do or a shared value that I'm looking for, but for someone that might be what they're looking for. Okay. So, I, you know... I think dressing up just is the respect and it's like the more professional end, like you expect out of the service industry in specific. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think it's a big piece. It's, a tr- it's the traditionalist in me. Okay. Here's one more thing that I thought that was really cool in her book. And so she, she, she talks about handshakes, right? Like, do you still do handshakes after the pandemic? Yes. So I, I love pa- handshakes. They're just one way to do a very formal greeting, but you, you're still – embracing another person, right? So like, you're telling me you're, you're not a fist bump not a, no, or I'm not an a fist elbow? No, 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 no elbow. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things she talks about in a handshake is is there's two types of handshakes. There's the business handshake and a personal handshake, the social handshake. Okay. Two pumps 
for biz, three for social. Okay. And I never thought about that before. Hmm. So again, two for biz and three for social. Hmm. So there's a little tip. Interesting. All right. Well, you heard it here on Hear This. Come back next time for our additional podcasts.